everyone. Welcome to the Howling Monkey Today is Sunday, August 19, 2018. Let's take a look and see what's having the funnies together, shall we? Hope everybody's having a great day, ready for a great week. Uh, it's summer's pretty much over. Kids are going back to school. What do you think about that, Em? You uh, happy to be back at school? Uh, yeah. Why? I don't know. Okay, good. That's 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 the point, kids. Stay in school. I don't know why. All right, let's uh, look and see what's happening in the funnies today. Our first comic of the day is Garfield. In this episode, um, John and Garfield are lying outside. They're lying down on the grass. And John's just going on and on about how uh, this brings back memories. I used to do this when I was a kid. Uh, after my chores were done, I'd go out in the pasture, lie on my back in the grass, and stare up at the stars. And then there's a beat, and he goes, boy, that was stupid. And then Garfield thinks, and we know it's thinking because it's a little bubbly balloon, he goes, cows are uncivilized. Um, I think the joke here is that, uh, well, the joke is it, he, he's saying he was dumb for sitting around in the field looking at stars. I get that part. But then why is Garfield saying cows are uncivilized? What, do you have any, any theories on that? Uh, he was trying, that he's making nonsense that might be the joke <laughs> that that is often the joke with the comics is that somebody's making nonsense i i get out of nothing they're talking about yeah it doesn't make any sense i guess the joke is that cows are outside so they're uncivilized but i think your theory that they're making jokes about nonsense makes more sense all right our next comic of the day is arlo and janice in this episode uh, arlo is standing in the front of the tv making lots of motions, uh, like he's playing various sports. I mean, clearly he's got a Wii. And then uh, Janice walks up and goes, huh, you're playing a Wii? That's kind of dated. And he goes, yeah, but it's the last thing I've ever done that others were doing. <laughs> the joke here is that, that Arlo is a curmudgeon who doesn't normally do things that other people enjoy. So he's doing he's playing a Wii, which is an old game game system. So does that make sense? Nope. All right. Our next comic of the day is Tarzan by Edgar Rice Burroughs. In this episode, there's a guy surrounded by baboons. And the baboons are yelling at him and they're showing their teeth. Then Tarzan lowers a vine and the guy climbs up it. And he says, I won't forget this Tarzan. And then there's another lady in the background who goes, oh, thank goodness. That's it. That's the comic strip. A guy was getting yelled at by baboons. I don't think baboons attack. No, baboons that baboons will attack you. They are fierce They are fierce monkeys. Yes, but I don't think they yell at you. Well, I mean, they make noises, I guess, but I don't know why. I don't know why this guy was being beset upon by baboons. I mean, they'll only do it if you're messing with them. Maybe he was messing with them. I don't know. I don't know what was happening before this. There's just some guy surrounded by bab bab baboons, and uh, he, and they seem angry. They do seem angry. Maybe he uh, did mean things to them. Well, so that happened. Okay, let's uh, move on to our next comic. Uh, our next comic today is Luann by Greg Evans. In this episode, Luann is screaming. She's going, "Og, school's starting again." Uh, which so she's not as excited about school starting back as you are. And uh, then she goes, oh, it's time to shift into stress mode, shopping for clothes, buying books, blah, 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 blah. 
And she goes, I already missed the lazy days of summers, don't you, Mom? And then Mom goes, yeah, I really enjoyed my break from paying bills, bookkeeping, cooking, errands, etc. <laughs> the joke here is that kids or college students get a break in the summer, but grown-ups don't. That's, that's it. Grown-ups don't get a summer break. That, that's the joke. What do you think? Uh, I think at the end, the parent was being kind of dramatic. <laughs> Exactly, I agree. The parent was being kind of dramatic. Absolutely right. All right, our, our next comic of the day is the Argyle Sweater by Scott Hilburn. And remember, the Argyle Sweater is not the far side. Uh, anyway, in this episode, a couple of firemen are using the uh, the jaws of life to uh, to open up a car because there's somebody inside it, and they go, hey, easy with that. One false move, and you can light this whole place up. And then the next panel they cut <laughs> they cut to the inside of the car and uh they're using the jaws of life and the guy inside the car has no shirt he has a bad haircut and his nose is lit up and he's going bog how do you, you think that's how you say that that, that that word there how do you think you say that bag that's b- ba- baggy yeah it might be it it's like b I don't know. I agree. It's B-A-A-G-H-H. And his nose is lit up bright red. Um, and and the joke here is that he's the guy from the game Operation from, like, you know, the 70s version. I don't even know if this guy looks like the same version as is around today. But the joke is that... Uh, he looks like one version I've seen. Oh, he does? Okay, so he looks like one version of, the, of, of Operation. But the joke is that I guess that the fireman... I don't eat, look. They're firemen getting a guy out of a car. They're not performing surgery, so I don't even know why they're. This joke makes no sense because it's he's trapped in a car. He's not like, and he's not even wearing a shirt. Well, yeah, right. Why is he driving around with no shirt? The, any any event, he's. You don't play operation by taking a guy out of a car. You play operation by. By getting things out of his body right, by having an operation exactly this does not but that's the that uh. that's probably the joke thank you our next comic of the day is pickles by brian crane in this episode mr pickles points out that his wife is visiting her sister uh and she left a frozen dinner and he reads like four panels worth of uh directions like cut the film cover blah 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 and then the final, and then you go heat for two minutes, then let cool. And then the final panel, he's just throwing the box in the garbage, and he says, "Ah, order pizza." The joke here is that Mr. Pickles is completely incompetent, and he can't heat a frozen dinner. Our next comic of the day is "Mama" by Mel Lazarus. In this episode, Francis is up in the attic looking through his old toys. We know they're his old toys because the the box actually says Francis's toys and he's having fun he's playing with an airplane and then uh mama comes up and goes hey uh, what are you doing he goes oh I, I just came across some of this stuff from when i was a kid and mama goes oh how nice you've decided to save them for your future children right you intend to make their lives better blah 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 blah, blah. he goes she goes on and on for like five panels and says i'm so proud of you and in the final panel francis is just back to playing with the toys and uh he said well so much for this guilt the joke here is that he is a grown man playing with children's toys, and he felt guilty about it until he led Mama to believe that he was thinking about his future children. But he wasn't. He just wanted to play 
with his old toys. What do you think of that? Exactly. All right, our next comic of the day is The Arctic Circle by Alex Halot. Halot. In this episode, two penguins are walking down the tundra, and uh, one of them says to the other, you know, chain restaurants are really ruining the wilderness. Uh, and the other one goes, well, you know, you could argue that they are, you know, they're subsidizing our national park. And then the other penguin pulls out a cell phone, trying to take a selfie, and he goes, yeah, they're ruining my selfies, though. And the penguin is upset because they're trying. he's trying to take a selfie in front of signs for various restaurants. And the joke here is that penguins penguins don't take selfies because they don't have phones. How can a penguin take how can a penguin even operate a phone if it had one? And furthermore, how does it activate the haptic touch screen? It can't. It's a penguin. Ah. Uh not funny, but also if humans are running the restaurant, humans don't live in the Arctic. Very good point. Yeah, well, they live in the North Pole, but not Antarctica. Well, it's too cold. Well, I, this is the Arctic, not Antarctica. Well, so, but do, I mean, I don't think they have a lot of. Uh, they don't like have a a McDonuts and a taco shop up there, do they? No, they don't have them on either. So, a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> you, you raise some excellent science. Our next comic of the day is Barney Google and Snuffy Smith. But I don't even know why they still call it Barney Google at all because I don't know what happened to Barney Google. He hadn't been in this thing in 50 years. Anyway, in this episode, Louise is making dinner. And uh, she says, hmm, Snuffy's on a camping trip with Lukey. Jug Hades at Jamie's and Tater's visiting Snuffy's mall. And then she just gets sad. She goes, whoa, if it's, if it's, Anything I hate, it's eaten alone. Then she goes, I have no choice, I guess. But then, in the final panel, the dog is sitting at the table holding a, a fork and a knife, and it's got a, a bib wrapped around its neck, and it's ready to eat, and she, Louise, just starts a-laughing and a-laughing. Hey! <laughs> the joke here is that dogs can't hold a knife and fork, and it's weird that he's sitting at the table with a napkin wrapped around his neck. Maybe you could do that if you really wanted food. Yeah. You think I mean you think a dog could really nope. do that? No. No, a dog couldn't do that. Somebody had to do that. And all the other people who could have done it are gone according to Louise's monologue. So So it's the dog. And a dog can't just can't do that. It just can't it just can't do that. I mean it could like kinda go near the table. Right, it could walk around by the but but the joke is that a dog can't care. I mean, no matter what you do, unless like you tie it to its paws, a dog can't hold a knife and a fork. And I don't think it's like tying to its... Uh, we may be overthinking this one. All right, our next comic of the day is Crankshaft. In this episode, they're at a county fair. We know it's a county fair because there's a sign that says county fair. Uh, and, uh, okay. So they're, 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 the the... Crankshaft's daughter and son-in-law are talking. They go, well, you know, ever since ever since your dad sold the produce from the garden, what's he going to submit to the county fair for judging? Because I guess he always submits something. Uh, and then in the final panel, we see Crankshaft in front of the judge who's holding an ear of corn, and he goes, hey, just a doggone minute. These are plastic. And the joke the joke here is that Crankshaft submitted 
plastic corn to the corn competition, thinking no one would be the wiser. That's the joke there, is that he, he submitted fake corn. So, yeah, he's not going to win that competition, is he? No. Our next comic of the day is Zitz in this episode. Uh, okay, we see the big, we see Bigfoot, uh, the Loch Ness Monster, and an alien. And somebody's saying, oh, my goodness, look right here in our kitchen. It's a mythical and elusive beast. It's, and then it's the parents looking at the kid, Jeremy, going, oh, it's a teenager up before noon on a Sunday. Quick, take a picture. The joke here is that teenagers like to sleep. That's a new revelation. They're mining some brand new comedy territory there, huh? Yeah. All right. Our next comic of the day is Slylock Slylock Fox. And then this Slylock Fox is just a mess. It's a bunch of little kid activities plus a little storyline. And in the main storyline, Slylock Fox and his assistant, the mouse, or in a in a jail cell, or in a police station, and in the jail cell is this green guy with a top hat and a mustache and glasses with a buzzard. Okay, and there's a police officer who is a duck holding a plate of steaming food in front of the jail cell. You, you, have I described that right? Well, well, the duck's wearing a suit, and that's weird. Yeah, well, yeah, the duck's wearing a police. Yeah, he's wearing a police outfit, policeman's outfit. Wait, also. A vulture is in the cage. It's a vulture or a buzzard. I mean, he could get out. <laughs> he could. He could just fly right out, couldn't he? he? He's not stuck in there. That's a that's an excellent point. I don't think they have good vulture security at the jail. Okay, but here's what's happening. According to the storyline, Count Weirdly says, I guess he's been arrested for some reason. I don't know why Count Weirdly's in jail. But he says he will not eat as long as he in jail is he as long as he is in jail. Psylocke Fox. For some reason, thinks this doesn't really count weirdly, but instead <laughs> believes he is an android created by the Count to take his place while in jail. All right, a logical leap of, of detective work there. And then, uh, then the ah, but here's the mystery. What will Slylock do in the coming days to test his suspicion? We'll give you a minute. All right, time up. What do you think? How do you think that? Uh, what do you think Slylock Fox is going to do to prove his theory that Count Weirdly is really a robot? Uh, try to see if there are any like buttons or something. Sure, that would be logical. See if he's in fact made out of metal and there are buttons. But no, that's not the correct answer. The correct answer is that Slylock Fox will weigh Count Weirdly every day. If Slylock is correct. The count won't lose weight because he's not eating. That's how he's going to figure it out. Instead of seeing if he is made of metal and has buttons, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um. You know. <laughs> you know he's in jail. Like, you can like put something in there, and he has to go on. That's right. They could. They could check him in jail. Instead, they've got him wearing like a a white nightgown for some uh, nightshirt. I guess like Ebenezer Scrooge would wear, but. Uh, Anyway, also, my favorite thing that they do in Slylock Fox is a, a lesson on how to draw something. And here's this, this week, it's how to draw a not-so-busy beaver. The first thing you do, according to this, is draw a blob with a face. In the second step, draw a beaver. Third step, color it in. 
you have a beaver. That is not that, how you draw a beaver. And that's how you draw a beaver. You draw a no, blob with a face, isn't. then you turn it into a beaver, then you color it, and then add a bird, and it's a beaver. The end. No, that is not. And you don't have to add a bird. Well, they did. They they sure did today, so pay attention, kids. All right. We move on now to The Phantom by Lee Falk. Uh, the Phantom, as you know, is a guy who runs around in a purple leotard uh, with pistols and underwear on the outside. And this episode opens with deadly assault. The Phantom can respond in kind only to save a life, even if it's only his own. Um, so a car is running at the Phantom, and the, the Phantom is shooting, <laughs> is shooting at it. And we know he's shooting because, of, of course, there's a gun and there's fire erupting from it. And and written along, what is that written there? Blam, blam, blam. Blam, blam, blam. Uh, and it doesn't work. And then the, the 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 Phantom's upset because he has exclamation points coming out. Uh, and the Phantom says, oh, uh, he's got blacked out windows. That's going to undo me. He's on the right-hand side of the car. And then, and then the car hits the Phantom. It says, what does it say? Wump. Wump. And the, the Phantom goes careening over the car. I don't think cars can do that. That Well, I don't know if they can, but that's the end of the comic, so we don't know what's going to happen. Apparently, the Phantom's been run over by a car. The huh, That's funny. I don't think that's run over. I think that punched by a he car. He got punched by a car and got flipped into the air. I guess he's all right. Good point. Our next comic of the day is Mutts by Patrick McDonald. In this episode, a man throws a ball into the ocean and the dog goes running after it in the next what no that's not what happens he throws a ball and comes back with a crab the dog comes back with a crab and the ball and the ball is in its claws and that's it that's the entire joke you you explained it exactly right the guy threw the ball into the ocean the dog came back with the ball. The ball. He actually came back holding a crab in his mouth. Yes. And the crab is holding the ball. In its pinchers. In its pinchers. And that's the joke. The joke here is that... Uh, he didn't only catch the ball. He didn't. Yeah, he got a crab, too. So that's, I guess, funny. Our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grimm. In this episode, uh, Grimm, who's a dog, owned by a goose, Mother Goose. So a goose owns a pet dog. And in... All right, and and the two of them are looking at a pet fish. So the goose owns a dog, but they she also owns a pet fish. The dog can talk. The goose can talk. The fish does not appear to be able to talk. And uh, and Mother Goose goes, well, it's certainly nice to see you watching the little fish. I'm sorry, the little fishy. Why is it interesting? And the dog says, I'm just waiting for the jello to harden. And Mother Goose's eyes pop out bright, and her pupils turn bright red as she snatches up the fish because she's afraid it's going to become encased in jello. That's the joke, is that the dog put... I don't get it. Well, the dog was putting the fish in jello, which you can't do because if you put a fish in jello, it won't, it'll die. Yeah, because... You don't have water for right, it. Right, your gills can't process jello, so. Wait, but it has bubbles to show its breathing. It does. Yeah, that's the thing, is that it shows it has bubbles. You're right. So the the jello's not working yet. It is, the whole thing's a mess, honestly. 
and it was blue, so I'm kind of confused. It's well, as you should be. Maybe is it blue? Is it blue Jello or? Maybe, maybe it's blue Jello. I don't know what it is. It's just dumb. All right, our next comic. Oh man, it is the Family Circus by Bill Keen, and oh, happy day! It's one of these with the the dotted line showing where little Jeffy has gone, and it's a dotted line going from the house, and we know where it starts because there's an arrow showing where it starts, and he goes dot, 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 all around the yard, dot, 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 into a, into a teepee that's there for some reason, dot, 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 then he goes and annoys a guy who's painting a house, and dot, 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 he leaps over a fence, he talks to Dolly, who is alone, Who's sitting alone on a blanket in the middle of the yard with a, just by herself playing with a, a baby carriage? I assume it's a doll's baby carriage, but maybe Dolly has stolen a baby and is hiding it in the backyard. And then he, he jumps over a chaise lounge and then he comes up to, to mom and says, Hey, grandma wants to talk to you on the house phone. The joke. All right. The joke here is that instead of coming straight to tell mommy that the phone was ring was waiting for the house phone which you have to you have to specify house phone because no one has them anymore they're phones in your house instead of a cell phone but the family circus is stuck in like 1964 so they have to the the keens don't have self they don't have cell phones so Anyway, he instead of coming and saying grandma's on the phone right away, he went on this little adventure and it's rude to grandma who is just sitting. You can see if you look, they have a picture of the phone sitting in the window and there's a question mark over it. So grandma is confused and is waiting. And instead of getting mom, little Jeffy just ran around like a crazed hyena. Ha ha ha. Think that's funny? No, but um, he could have just done right. Right, that. it could have been a straight. It could have been a straight line, right? Like instead yeah. of like da 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 da, he didn't have to stop at that tent. He didn't have to jump over here and watch some kid play baseball or this guy paint the hat. He could have just come instead of. He could have just been like, dude, dude, dude. Hey, grandma's on the phone. Then he could have gone around and done all his other goofy stuff. But no, no, he decided to go. All the way around. That's this. This could have only been worse if not me had been present in this. And you know who I wish hadn't read this? Not me. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions LLC. We're on the web at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.